Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode, the final episode of The Critically Conscious Coach. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and this may seem sudden to many of you, but maybe not to others. I've decided to shut down the podcast and defy the status quo for now. It's possible I will come back to both. I've had a lot on my plate personally, including finishing up the last year of my social psychology degree. Should I return to DTSQ, I have no doubt that clients will benefit from this education. At this time, I just need to focus on what's bringing in an income for my family and DTSQ, coaching business ethics, and the podcast just isn't doing that right now. That leads to what I have going on professionally. I started narrating audiobooks in January, and things have really taken off. I've published five audiobooks this year. I have three in post-production, meaning that I've already finished recording them, and I am contracted out until February 2023 for several other books. Five months into putting myself out there for book narration, and I was casted by a large publishing company to narrate a book at my highest fee to date. Even better, it's a young adult fantasy, and that's a book I would have read back when I was looking for those types of books. My birthday was in May, so I just had a birthday. And, you know, your birthday has a way of making you think about your life, what you've done, and what you're going to do, what you want to do. But I've been looking at this decision for quite some time, at least the last few months. And I've looked at it, ignored it, delayed it as much as I could. <laughs> I think it's because this feels like a failure a little bit. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I'm a type three, an achiever. So it's really hard. It's really hard for me. But honestly, I've put the information out there. I've laid out my reasoning and my logic. I've gotten very detailed about my experience. And yes, my intuitions and feelings. And I've compiled all of these in over 100 episodes of this podcast Everything that I learned as I experienced it, it became a new podcast episode, so it's out there. And honestly, changing the industry is the coaching industry and the consulting industry, the online service industry. That isn't something I can do on my own. To fight the fight, I need you. I need your friends. I need your acquaintances. Every single one of us. And I don't think enough of us in this industry are quite ready yet. The discussions are happening. And I hope that the information shared on this podcast can contribute to what those discussions are moving around and towards. But this decision is also about loving myself and creating space for my own joy. Have you ever felt like being somebody else? Feeling like the mirror isn't good for your health? Every day I'm trying not to hate myself, but lately it's not hurting like it did before. Maybe I am learning how to love me more. Did you know that when I was a kid, I wanted to be a singer? Well, I also wanted to be the president, but I wanted to sing more than anything. I was the loud kid, the one adults were always shushing. But we moved from California to Pennsylvania, and I was the weird kid instead. I became, I went from being just the loud kid to being the weird kid. I never fit in, and so I started to shrink. And singing definitely isn't what you do when you're trying to shrink. I also wanted to write books. I love to read. If you ask my parents, they'll tell you. 
I used to get grounded from reading. They wouldn't take away the TV. I could still watch TV, but I was not allowed to read. So I used to sneak reading. I used to skip school to go to the library. When my mom found out, I watched her face, right? She's like, oh, I got a call from the school and they said you weren't there, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, what were you doing? I looked her right in her face and told her, I went to the library. She opened her mouth. She closed it. She narrowed her eyes at me. And then she said, just tell me next time. (laughs) I had had such a pattern of behavior in terms of reading that when I told my mom, she processed it. And if any of my other siblings had said it, it would have been a no-go. But I said it and she was like, and she believed it. So I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be a writer. But at some point along the way, I learned that my voice and the products of my imagination weren't good enough. Normal people didn't publish books. Normal people don't get to perform for a living. And at some point, I learned that I was woefully normal. I didn't learn it from my parents. So it must have come from society at some point. What a shame. Do you know why I became self-employed? I had gotten out of the army a few years before, and I was pregnant with our fourth child, my only daughter. And I was miserable at work. Miserable. Like it was causing me to slide into depression. And being pregnant and sliding into depression, not a good look. I didn't know it at the time, but I was also suffering from an identity crisis. My social identity, and so this is something I'm learning in my social psychology degree uh, program, but... You have like your personal individual identity, but we also have social identities, right? The groups, the communities that we feel like we belong to. Well, my social identity as a soldier had become interwoven with my individual identity. And when I got out of the army, I just I just didn't cope well, because how am I supposed to be a soldier when I'm not in the army anymore? I joined when I was 18, so it's not really a surprise that that happened. We had purchased our first home and we still live here. And it's on a beautiful two acres surrounded by a forest. And I left it every day for work I didn't enjoy anymore. I was just shy of 30 and I remember telling myself, I didn't almost get blown up walking to get breakfast every morning in Afghanistan just to come all the way back here and show my kids that unhappiness was the standard. And so I quit to become a freelance writer. I freelance wrote part-time And I used my maternity leave to go from part-time to full-time, and that's how I did it. And I have, I think I have episodes on that, and I've done interviews, podcast interviews on it, all that stuff. Uh, And then after some time as a freelance writer, I had a content marketing agency for a while, and then COVID hit. In August 2020, I signed up for that bro program. (laughs) Reflecting on that, perhaps it was what I needed to get here. I have run this thing into the ground And honestly, I think that's the only way I could let it go. I have been in the red. DTSQ has been in the red since I signed up for that program. Yeah, I signed up for more programs, trying to make it work. I invested in my education to learn about why and how the bros got me. A certificate in business ethics, certifications in emotional intelligence, and now my social psych degree. And I am a better human being for it. I'm a better audiobook narrator for it. I'm a better mother for it. I'm a better wife for it. I'm a better friend for it, for sure. I have shared much of what I learned. Is there a greater result than that? In January, I was trying to figure out what I could do to earn money to keep Defy the Status Quo going. I felt like it was my my purpose, 
right? Like it was part of one of the greatest things I could contribute to the people around me. And so then the idea came up. Maybe I can narrate a few audiobooks. I did exactly one audiobook in like Q3 of 2019. And I didn't do another one because COVID hit. And then, you know, I was trying to make other things work. And, you know, the author waited. <laughs> she wasn't in a rush. And I reached out to her and said, hey, do you still want me to do the rest of your book series? And she's like, oh, my goodness, yes. Right. So I immediately started working on that and I started auditioning for other books and authors kept saying yes. And instead of just finding a few dollars, I found joy, satisfaction and community. I found inspiration. I found so many people who listened to the voice that had been shushed and silenced who said, give us more. So the information is out there if you want it. My DMs are open if you need it. But I'm off to seek my joy. I'm off to seek more love for myself. And I'm going to make money in a way that soothes my spirit. When the industry is ready, I'd love to come back and work with you all to lay the groundwork for change. If you'd like someone to speak at an event or for a group of yours on coaching business ethics, hit me up. I'm still qualified for that. But your girl needs to rest. So in the meantime, if you love audiobooks, I'm happy to share my book links with you. If you know someone who needs voiceover for video ads or podcast ads, explainer videos, etc., I'd love an intro. If you use Insight Timer, I've created a teacher account and plan on publishing guided visualizations and guided journaling sessions based on the critically conscious concept. The podcast will remain up to help anyone looking for this information. So be sure to come back and get, grab those links if you need to share them with any business friends, uh, anybody saying that they're looking for a coach, anybody who's wondering how they got, you know, scammed by some bad coaches or consultants, share those links with them. That's why I'm going to leave the information up. But at this time, I'm ready to choose me. And in doing so, bring more light and joy to those closest and most important to me. And just in case someone needs to hear it, so much has happened in the last few years. Feels like enough for a decade or two. These recent events reminded me that I can choose, and I won't choose to struggle when I don't have to. Moving on isn't failure. Making a different choice isn't failure. Letting something go isn't failure. Your choice is for you. And if you aren't happy doing what you're doing, don't allow a sunken cost bias to keep you chained to it. At the end of your life, my greatest wish is for you to be able to look at the path you walked and see more joy than sorrow, more love than hate, and a deep satisfaction with the person you shared with the world each and every day. Thank you so much for your support. Until we talk again. 